0: Let's dive in now. Savvy Souls, I think you're going to find this episode useful if you've been feeling stuck or disappointed or something's not working out for you. It's pretty cool living here in the country with my two dogs. I go for at least an hour and a half of walks with them every day because one of those two dogs is a five-year-old standard poodle, high-energy, beautiful, loving dog, but she definitely needs her exercise. So we walk along the country roads, and sometimes I don't listen to anything. I just enjoy the nature, and I reflect and look at things and take photos. And other times I listen to podcasts. I've talked before about how you can brainstorm new ideas. And one of the things I like to do is I like listening to a wide variety of podcasts on topics I'm interested in. These are kind of my people, the people that do these podcasts. I like listening to them. And my brain will kind of go on alert when somebody will mention an idea that triggers a pattern of thought in my head. And that's, I think, where... A lot of my episodes come from. They come from clients, they come from my own self-coaching, but they come from these brainstorming kind of thoughts that come to me as I listen to what other people say. Anyway, this week, I heard a person being interviewed and I cannot recall the context. She was a guest on somebody else's show and she made this comment, show me a straight River. I just want you to pause and think about that. Show me a straight river. Because when you pause and think about that, there is no such thing as a straight river. Her point was that rivers meander. A river always finds the easiest path so it can flow. It doesn't try to go up the mountain. It doesn't try to go over boulders. It doesn't try to go up and down hills. It flows downward, and it always finds the easiest way to do that. And that's why there is no river. That's a straight line. A river curves. It goes this way and that. It gets wider and smaller, and it has areas where it rushes quickly, and it has areas where it can be almost still. Savvy Souls, if we want to be in flow, we must be like that river. There's so much information out there that tells us we can't be like that river. We need to be more like, uh, I don't know, a highway, fixed, solid, going in the direction we want to go, hopefully fast. So people tell us, here are the three steps you need to take to write a book, Here are the six steps you should follow to become an entrepreneur. Here are the 10 things you need to do to achieve whatever goal you're pursuing. The assumption here is we need to go one, two, three, and then four, five, six. It's a straight line from one to six. Six is the destination. And you need to do one. And then after that, two. And so on. I think the simplicity of that, that there's this fixed plan that's one, two, three, four, five, six that we can follow to get to our destination, can be very appealing. The downside, though, is it doesn't work. Plans like this don't work. Life doesn't work that way. And especially, A life in flow doesn't work that way. We can make all the plans we want, but no matter how hard we work on our mindset, no matter how carefully we work to execute our plans, no matter how many ways we devise to exert control over what happens, we inevitably encounter other people reacting differently than we'd expected events happening that disrupt our plans, financial setbacks, illnesses, accidents, also changes to our inner state, what we love, what interests us, what motivates us, periods of depression or anxiety or other psychological hurdles that we face. If we're clinging on to a specific plan Those things we didn't expect and couldn't plan for can totally derail us. We beat ourselves up about our plan not working. We find fault. We blame. We resist what's happening with every fiber of our body. We start obsessing with what's not working. We feel mired in the unbearable disappointment of our broken expectations. Savvy souls, have you ever noticed how painful resisting what's happened can be? It's super painful because we're wanting to change something that's already happened. We're wanting to basically go back in time and change the outcome. We want to have done it differently so we could have got what we expected. But as Byron Katie once observed, when you argue with reality, you lose only 100% of the time, right? Anything that's already happened is reality. So if we argue with what's happened, we're always going to lose because we can't go into the past and change it unless you happen to know how to time travel. Not only does moaning and lamenting, which by the way, I don't want you to ever think I'm preaching to you, like pretty much everything that I coach you on here is really coaching me because moaning and lamenting is definitely a pattern I fall into a lot. That is until I remember how totally useless it is. Anyway, not only does moaning and lamenting whatever's happened to take us off course, not actually change anything or help us in any way, but it actually keeps us stuck. It keeps us stuck because we think that that rigid course that we'd originally planned, the highway in my analogy, is the course we're still on and still need to be on. So it's as if there is a huge car accident on the highway, but we need to continue along that highway to get to our destination. There is no other way to go. And we're stuck in this long line of cars. And all we can do is wait for somebody else to clear up the accident. And it's out of our hand. And this analogy might not even be complete. Because in this analogy, we know that eventually that accident's going to be cleared away. But in fact, there might not be somebody else coming along to clear the accident that's blocking the highway for us. So, Savvy Souls, this is not like being in a river. This is not being in flow. So, if you're stuck in an area in your life, Savvy Souls, a fabulous question to ask yourself is, how can I be more like a river here in this situation? How can I meander? How can I go in a new direction? How can I get wider, learn from what's happened, and go bigger or broader? How can I go narrower, be more focused, leave some things behind, focus on what matters to me? Is this a time I want to rush, to take lots of action? Is this a time I want to slow down, be still, reflective, pause, feel, Reflect on what I want and what I want to do next. Move forward slowly and with enjoyment. Savvy souls, actually imagining you're a river and deciding what you do as a river might seem a bit weird, but it can be a really useful technique because it gets you out of the trap of thinking the same old things and trying to find solutions with the same way of thinking you've always used. I don't know about you, but this can take me round and round in circles, not moving forward, feeling terrible, and just stuck where I am. When you shift by imagining you're a river, there are few useful things that happen. First, you're subconsciously telling yourself that there is a way forward. You're telling your subconscious there is a way forward. And you're letting your subconscious know that this way forward will be easy, will flow. This way forward will feel like a flow forward instead of feeling like a fighting forward, right? That's so often how life can feel like we're fighting forward. And that is not a flow. A visual image, like this exercise here of imagining you're a river, but any visual image speaks to your subconscious directly. In my experience, both with myself and coaching other people and in group retreats and all kinds of places where I've experienced this, visualizations are one of the best ways to change deeply ingrained habits and our belief systems that don't work for us because when we visualize, we're directly speaking to our subconscious. Our subconscious tends not to understand language. It understands pictures and feelings and sensations, not words. So in this exercise I'm asking you to do here or suggesting you do here, imagining you're a river, you're directly speaking to your subconscious in a way that just trying to plan and think through it won't do. Secondly, when you're doing this, you're telling your conscious thinking mind that there is a way forward and it can be easy. Our minds are wired to think negatively about things. It's safer to be wary and to be cautious according to the oldest part of our brains, our ancestors who were wary and cautious lived. Those who weren't died. So we naturally tend to think we're stuck, that it won't work, that there's no way to achieve what we want because that way of thinking is safe because that way can help us to keep doing what we've always done. We can do the same old, same old, because at least doing it that way has kept us alive. We're breathing now, right? When we visualize instead that we're a river, we're challenging our brains with a new task. We're diverting it away from this fear-based repetitive thinking and asking it to figure out, our brains to figure out how to move forward in a way that feels easy in a way where we feel in flow. We're diverting our brains from repetitive thoughts about our safety to figuring out a way forward that feels easy and light. It's kind of like we're giving our brains a puzzle to solve. We're saying, hey brains, there's an easy way to move forward. There is a way to move forward. It is easy. It can feel like flow. Now, you figure out how to do that. What are some ways to do that? So your brain is just thinking, oh, there's no way I'm stuck. It's figuring out, how can I do this? How can I do it in a way that feels easy and light? Thirdly, savvy souls, when I ask you to imagine you are a river, to do that, what you're doing is you're going into a feeling state, into a self-aware state. You're not kind of thinking on automatic. You're approaching the problem in a new way from a feeling state. And this is a really good way to tap into your intuitive insights. All of us are intuitive and it's really just a matter of practicing before our intuition gets fine-tuned and more readily accessible. And a really good way to do that is through visualizations. It's also, and very related to intuition, it's a good way to tap into the wisdom that's in your body. It's tapping into your wisdom because if you're imagining flowing as a river, you're imagining that feeling, that sensation, that physical sensation of flow, of openness, of unconstrainedness, of not being tethered to anything. And then you're finding answers that match that physical state of openness And for those of you who have listened to a lot of my podcast episodes, you'll know that I often talk about body wisdom and the way you tap into that really quickly is you ask yourself questions and then you listen to how your body responds. And if it goes into kind of an open state, a lighter state, a lifting kind of easy state, that's a yes. And if there's a tightening or constraining feeling, that's a no. So when you're imagining your river and you're asking yourself for answers that would keep you feeling like a river, you're basically asking for answers that create that physical feeling of openness which is your wisdom telling you that it's the right thing for you. Okay. I hope that makes sense. But if you have questions about that, just write in and ask me, and I'm happy to chat with you about it. Okay. Fourthly, when I ask you to imagine your river, I'm helping you create within you that feeling of what I'll call. Surrender. I'm not sure I've mentioned him before, although I'd be surprised if I haven't. I follow a guy called Michael Singer, who is the author of The Untethered Soul and of Living Untethered. And he's kind of like a meditative guy. He's got this retreat in Florida, I think it's called the Temple of the Universe. But he's he's a very practical, grounded guy who's written these books about how to live more connected to our souls and feeling kind of free and untethered. And you don't need to be religious or even spiritual to do this, just very practical ways of surrendering to life and what it wants to create through us. I think life is always giving us clues. And so often we miss those clues because we're too busy. Our minds are too noisy. We're too frantic to really hear what it's offering us And what Michael Singer talks about is surrendering to what's happened, surrendering to our emotions, surrendering to what comes up, surrendering surrendering to the opportunities that emerge. And really, I can't help this analogy, just going with the flow, again, being a river. So I love the fact that pretending you're a river gets you into that kind of naturally surrendering state where you're going with what's happening and finding the opportunities around that. Living untethered is what a river does. So savvy souls, I hope you'll try this exercise, even if it feels silly or awkward I know that sometimes we hear these things, we go, oh, either that's dumb or that's kind of a cool idea. I should kind of set that aside and use it sometime. What I'd like to ask of you this week is to actually try it this week. If you're feeling stuck or disappointed or something's not working out for you, I'd love you to try out this technique, which hopefully will have at least some of the benefits I've talked about today in helping you get unstuck and think about your issues differently. And if it works or it doesn't work, I'd really love to hear about that from you. You can write to me at heather at gracedcanvas.com. That's G-R-A-C-E-D-C-A-N-V-A-S.com. And I love to hear from you. Let me know how this works out for you. See you next time. Hope you will spend this week being like a river. Love you guys. Bye now. So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together we'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live. And all my listeners, remember, it's finally your time to do what you want.